Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. It is Friday, September the 24th, and wherever you are, whenever you listen to this, I wish you God's life and God's goodness and God's nearness, his ever-present embrace around you this day. Uh, I hope you've had a wonderful week. Uh, we've made it to Friday, and that's a wonderful thing. Um, and today we are going to continue in Luke's gospel, and it is going to pick up on yesterday's gospel, uh, almost, you know, hand in glove, truth be told. Now, first, first things first, let's talk about yesterday's gospel. You may or may not have been able to listen to my podcast from yesterday. For those who listen to it on, uh, on a, a podcast service, you may not have been able to download it. I wasn't able to download it. And I think something was going on with my podcast server. I double-checked it twice. It uploaded okay. I was able to run it on the site itself. But the host isn't, isn't where I go to listen to it, nor where you go. We usually use things like Spotify and, and Apple, iTunes, and whatever. And for some reason, the host wasn't connecting to those places. So just know... There is a lost podcast out there that works incredibly well. You may have listened to it, and so some of what I say um, may make sense to you people that listened. Some of what I say uh, to many of you who weren't able to download it may be like, huh, huh, maybe I'll intrigue you so that you have to go find it somewhere. And maybe eventually, you know, gosh, I hope this one gets there too, because if the host site still isn't working, well, you're going to miss this too. But if you're listening to this, maybe you've listened to that one too because they've corrected themselves. So anyway, we are going to continue after yesterday's gospel. If you recall, yesterday we focused on Herod, Herod Antipas, the son of Herod the Great, one of four sons. And uh, his intrigue with Jesus and the questions that he asked and who people said Jesus was because today we're going to hear that same exact interchange. Now, in between those two, um, we miss the feeding of the 5,000. Just know that. So it doesn't follow exactly sequentially, but pretty close. Yesterday we were in verses or chapter 9, verses 7 to 9. Today we are still in chapter 9, but we jump ahead to verses 18 to 22. So we miss about nine verses in between. Just know these, that was when the 12 disciples come back and uh, Jesus feeds the 5,000 within that, okay? So let's break open God's word once again, if you wish to follow along. Chapter 9, verses 18 to 22. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked them, Who do the crowds say that I am? They said in reply, John the Baptist. Others, Elijah. Still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. Then he said to them, But who do you say that I am? Peter said in reply, The Christ of God. He rebuked them and directed them not to tell this to anyone. He said, the Son of Man must suffer greatly 
and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests, and the scribes, and be killed, and on the third day be raised. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So how does this go with yesterday's gospel? Well, again, for those unable to download or those who weren't able to to listen, here's yesterday's gospel. It's only three verses, so I'm going to read um, read it quickly here to you. Herod the Tetrarch heard about all that was happening, and he was greatly perplexed because some were saying John has been raised from the dead. Others were saying Elijah has appeared. Still others, one of the ancient prophets has arisen. But Herod said, John, I beheaded. Who then is this about whom I hear such things? And he kept trying to see him. So Herod is asking the same question. He's saying, listen, who is this I'm hearing about? And people are answering, well, some are saying John the Baptist. Others say it's Elijah. Others say, listen, it's one of the other prophets. So when Jesus asks the question, the disciples, the apostles, are saying the same thing that those people who are staying with Herod are hearing. That's what the crowds were saying. Jesus was playing the role of prophet in some way. Either he is Elijah returned, he is John the Baptist risen from the dead, or he is one of the elder prophets who have been risen from the dead. But Jesus, in his brilliance, and frankly in his courage, turns the question on them and says this, but who do you say that I am? Brothers and sisters, I don't know that I have the courage of Jesus. In fact, I know I don't. But I don't even know that I have the courage of Jesus from this gospel. Because one, I don't know that I ask the people around me, who do people say that I am? Because that's that's a dangerous, I mean, probably a, a really good thing to know because we need to be, uh, you know, we, we need self-understanding. We need to, to have a good idea of who we are. It's the only way we improve in, in life. But that's a scary question to ask, isn't it? What's the word out there about me? Who do people say that I am? Because you know what? They'll be honest. You and I are usually the last people that we that hear about who we really are because people are they don't want to be it. They don't want to be rude. They don't want to be uh, you know. They want to feel good about themselves. They're not going to go up and say, "Listen, you you're a meatball, and here's why." You know, you you say this, this, and this. You think this, this. You you're an arrogant, whatever. Um, they're not going to do that. That's too much energy. It causes too much conflict. Most people are conflict averse. God bless them. But they'll tell other people about who we are. And that's why that was an incredibly courageous question for Jesus to ask. Who do people say that I am? You've just been out among the people. I sent you 12 out. You're coming back. You've heard from everybody. What are you hearing? But then he goes a step further and asks an even more courageous question. All right, but what about you? Who do you say that I am? Now, brothers and sisters, you know what I'm going to say next, but it's important that I do. Because Jesus asks, of course, that same question of us. That it doesn't matter who I say Jesus is. 
It only matters who you say Jesus is, because that's your experience of Christ. For those who listened to yesterday's podcast, you heard me say that there. And 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 it it is just as real. Um, it'd be like asking me, Joe, what does this Van Gogh painting mean to you? Tell me, tell me how it moves you, uh, because I want to be moved in the same way. Well, art is subjective, right? Um, and that experience of Christ is going to be subjective because God knows your name. God sees you where you are. We talked about that earlier on Matthew's feast day. And only God knows your innermost heart. Only God knows your innermost needs. Only God is able to meet you in that place. And that is the place when we have been met, when we have experienced and encountered the Christ there, that we fall on our knees in that place and say, my Lord and my God, I know who you are. And that place for me may be entirely different. And for somebody else listening to this, entirely different. And so that's why that understanding and that answer of who we give, when Jesus looks at us and says, but who do you say that I am? That is important that we answer. So here's what I want to do. Something I've never done. This is episode 389 of my podcast. I'm going to give about 15 seconds. And I invite you, if you've got the ability, to simply pause the podcast for a moment. And I want you to answer that question. And when we come back from that 15 seconds of silence, now, I suspect you're going to need more than 15 seconds to answer it. But that just gives you the chance to find your phone or or, uh, computer, find the pause button, whatever, and pause. And then we'll come back. But I think it's important that we answer that right now. So let's take a moment and answer that question. Who do you, my friends, right now, who do you say Jesus is? Who is Jesus Christ for you today? Okay, I'm going to come back. And I hope you, you took advantage of that and, and were able to, to thank God for who God is in and through Jesus Christ in your life today, yesterday, last year, 10 years ago. Those many ways that he has met you, seen you, lifted you in that word that I do not like to use because it's been misused for so long but saved you, gave that salve, that healing ointment, that salvation uh, that it it washed over us. Here's why I asked that question, and here's why I wanted to pause it before um, I get to this point. The first is we need to be people of memory, of course, of course. But secondarily this, brothers and sisters, if God has been that to you, Praise be Jesus Christ. We need to be that for somebody else. How you answered that question about who Jesus is is how we need to bring that into the world. If you said, listen, Jesus is the ground of my being. Jesus is the hope 
within me. Jesus is my vision right now. Jesus is my purpose. Jesus is my security. Jesus is my my life. Um, amen. So how, brothers and sisters, do we bring that to the people? And here's why I say that. Because we are baptized into Christ. We are baptized priest, prophet, king. We are baptized in the waters and rise a new creation. We rise a new Christ. Right? That, that white garment is placed over us, not just washing us clean so we can get to heaven, but so that we are indeed clean. We carry that light from the Paschal candle, not just uh, so we can, you know, emerge it to the light at the end of time, but that that light is, is the, the Christ within us. It is the one that burns brightly, that spirit of God. Brothers and sisters, so if indeed Christ is our hope, thank God for that. But how do we live that hope out? How do we bring that hope to other people? So other people can say, I know what hope is now because of, not because of us, but because of the Christ in us, right? So that, that Christ can be hope in them. How do we bring that idea of security or the ground of our being, you know, so they can put their feet on solid ground? How do we, how do we bring that idea of vision Again, it doesn't, it's not our doing, it can't be our doing, but it has to be us being that conduit, somehow allowing that Spirit of God to go through it so they too can see it incarnationally. I mean, and when I say that, I mean in, in flesh. So they understand what hope is or ground is or security is or life is or, or vision is or whatever it is that you said. But we need to incarnationally somehow be that and give them that experience of it, and in that priestly role into which we have been baptized, tie them to Christ. We are that connecting point, right? That's what priest is, right? It's where heaven and earth come together incarnationally, and they, it does that in you and I, just as it did it in Christ. And we are our, our prophet. You know, when Jesus asked, who do people say that I am? Well, you're John the Baptist, prophet, or Elijah, prophet, or one of the other prophets. How do we speak honestly? and vulnerably and truthfully to those around us? How do we connect them to Christ incarnationally? How do we enflesh that so they can see that same answer that we gave of who Christ is for us? It, it can only be Christ, and, 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 and Christ can only operate through us to the extent that we get our stuff out of the way. So that conduit, that gutter, if you will, won't be blocked by leaves, you know, but that water can flow freely. That's the deal. Last thing I'll say. Last thing I'll say. I went way too long yesterday. I'm going to try to keep it down to 20 today, but I'm already probably off base here. Last thing. I love that first line. Once when Jesus was praying in solitude and the disciples were with him, he asked these questions. That courage to ask this question, it came out of one place. It came out of prayer. You know, I think we, we read the Gospels and we see it time and time again. It's like the air we breathe that we don't even pay attention to it. But every key event in Jesus' life, maybe that's hyperbole, but I, I, I don't know that it feels that way. But it comes from him being in prayer. He prayed at his baptism. Don't believe me? Go to Luke. While he was in prayer, the heavens opened up and the Spirit of God descended upon him 
And that's how he heard the voice. He prayed before he preached and healed. He prayed after he preached and healed. He prayed before picking the apostles, right? We read that last week, two weeks ago, whenever that was. He prayed when he was asking his disciples in today's gospel, who do you say that I am? He, preferred, he prayed before teaching his disciples that, uh, how they should pray. This is how you are to pray. He prayed before going into Jerusalem uh, on Palm Sunday. He prayed at the Last Supper. He prayed uh, on the Mount of Olives. Lord, if this cup can be taken from me. He prayed on Calvary itself. Father, forgive them. Brothers and sisters, this was a man whose life was rooted in prayer and, and in that connecting point, because that's what prayer is, right? Prayer isn't just me talking. You know that. You know that. Prayer is, a, is that dialogue. It's that openness to that, that connection, that communion with God. And only when I pray and I can open myself and in silence listen to God, as it were in Jesus' baptism, in prayer, that the, the, the sky opens up and I can hear the voice of God. And then out of that, I act. We see that in Jesus time and time and time and time again. And I don't say that to shame us or guilt us. I say it to say, brothers and sisters, if we're not in that habit, how do we start that habit? How do we start being women and men of prayer? Um, And just taking time in our day. And it doesn't have to be 10 or 15 minutes, uh, eight times during the day. How do we take 30 seconds four times a day? And then maybe next week we take 30 seconds five times a day. And maybe we develop it and it grows. But how do we make that as different parts of our day? Can we set an alarm on our phones that goes off at whatever time you choose and just say, that's going to be my prayer time? I'm going to set it at 9 and noon and 3 and 6. There we go. And when that alarm goes off, I'm going to just stop what I'm doing for 30 seconds and I'm going to thank God for what's going on today. Or I'm going to ask God for what I need. Or I'm simply going to sit in silence and hear the voice of God. Hey, you do you. Don't don't do me. Um, But I do know this. Jesus' life was connected to God through prayer. And virtually everything that came out of that Um, was how he lived his life. If we are to be this other Christ and get our own selves out of the way, I got to think that is the best and first tool for us to use. So uh, let's pray. How about we do that? So whatever's going on in your life, in your heart, first of all, I thank you for being here. I thank you for trusting it to our God. But let's just put it at his feet and trust he knows what's best to do with it. So we begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The fifth glorious mystery. Mary is crowned Queen of Heaven. Our Father who art in Heaven, hallowed be Thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in Heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with Thee. Blessed art Thou among women, Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. My friends, have a wonderful Friday and a blessed weekend, all right? Uh, Be well, uh, be God's, and I look forward to us breaking open more of God's word and immersing ourselves uh, into Christ uh, coming Monday. God's peace.